I love Dunkin' Donuts. I splurged today. I haven't had Starbucks. You needed it though, because you started happy crying at one point. I was like, Ashley, what, 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 <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? She looks been... happy, but she's crying, and I think she's short circuiting. Today has been a roller coaster <laughs> of emotions. Short circuiting. <laughs> That's good. She was like so excited and her t- eyes welled up and I was like, oh no, what <laughs> do I do? She looked at me and she goes, can I text Ashley? Because I don't know what to do. <laughs> as long as it's happy crying, we're good. There's mm-hmm. a one point Tiffany, Tiffany went, Dr. Pepper, jalapeno, beef jerky. And I'm like, she's having a stroke. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> of strange i'm ashley i'm tiffany and i'm rebecca thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history mystery and theory of all things questionable odd and eerie we're back we're back what, what? i know to you guys it doesn't seem like it's been that long but it's been a while for us holidays are rough holidays are fun they they're, are they're, they're fun i just miss you guys yeah i a miss lot. schedules oh <laughs> well Rebecca's me too like, i don't care i just need consistency <laughs> i really do <laughs> Sure, I feel the love. No, right. I can't say that. I did get a pin and wine, so and, and stickers. stickers and don't even. <laughs> Anyone care to chime in? And no? nauseous because Rebecca brought an EMF reader for the studio, and I got immediately sick to my stomach. I've only seen it move twice. You can bite me. <laughs> it flickers all the time. Good. Well, I was just telling you it's working. Anyway. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. All right. So, you guys want to talk about poisons and not get into the subject yet? Because I almost did that again. Did what? <laughs> did what? I almost poisons. started, like, jumping into my topic. Ah, yes. That's but right. let's let's talk about poisons instead. Poisons. I lost it. I was going to keep going, but I can't remember the lyrics to it. Let's see. Huh. My poison is potty training again for bug right yes yes <laughs> last time it was for her this time it's the the child making yeah. sure it's not haggard it's still I thought we've passed that stage <laughs> eh, depends on what kind of evening if we drink too much or not but you know <laughs> it's fine um yeah it's have i used potty training before yeah yeah well it's a bitch <laughs> We were doing really good with it, and then we went out of town, and he was like, no, mm-mm. I don't want to so do this anymore. I feel anymore. like we're going back to uh, spot one, but, you know, we'll get there. I mean, it's not like spot when you're... Spot one? <laughs> Stage one. Yeah, yeah, spot one. It's a game. Ooh. Ah. It's not like with kids, Whole you, like, race. make progress and then regress and make progress and regress. That's not something that Spoiler, happens. that doesn't stop. No. Ever. No. Ever. Hopefully there's no regression with the podcast. Yet. Hopefully. (laughs) Oh. So one of my initial goals, I said I wanted to like see if we could hit a certain number by the end of the year. And the last update Rebecca sent was like seven downloads away from it. And it's not the end of the year yet. Hey. Are you talking about five? Yeah. We hit we hit that. We're like at five twenty six now. What? She sent an update like the next day that we broke it. it. You did. You said I love that Rebecca hears our text and our voices. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. We got there, my love. Oh, man. I'm serious. I can pull it up right now. I think that's what we're all doing. Emotion. This is an exciting this time is, of my life. This is a day for you. Oh, God. Um, that's my hair dye pictures. <laughs> that's your elf on the or shelf. Or Rebecca can that's just pull it up on her phone. not working. Go beat Rebecca. Go beat <gasps> 501. Rebecca. 501. That's Woo-hoo. right. Oh. 526. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot, man. So, uh, yeah, let's bust a thousand. Ow, 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 ow. That would be awesome. Ridicadunculus. Ridicadunculus. That was my, like, lofty goal. Let's see if we can break a thousand by the new year, even though we just started in October. It's fine. It's fine. Why not? Cheers. Is it a good time to cut in with my poison? Yes. (laughs) So my poison has just been getting back to the daily grind. Yeah. And not, like, in a bad way, just... I'm playing catch up. I've been playing catch up for the past two days. Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is Tiffany. Sorry. What the hell were you looking at? Your wine? 
I'm not looking at the name on the coaster through the wine glass. It's fine. Tiffany, she's such a child. Kids that need lids. It's been a day. It really has. Tiffany started happy crying at work, and I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Just say, there, there. You're pretty. So That's pretty much what I did. I texted (laughs) Ashley. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So how was getting back to life after the travels and all of you know how the most changes weeks, that we've all had for the latter half of this year. You know how most weeks have one Monday. We've had two. It's Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's two. It's Monday number two. It's like back to normal, but it's also really back to normal. And I'm just like, okay, you can stop being normal now. Yeah. So when can I travel again? <laughs> Soon. Right? Um, are you traveling for the... I'm going to see my parents. That's not a plane ride, thank God. No. No, it's not. Hi, Mom and Dad. Hi. They do listen. I've confirmed that. Yay. I know. I'm so excited about that. Although, I know I say some things sometimes that I'm like, oh. No, they, over Thanksgiving during a long car ride, they were listening to one of the episodes. And I was like, what? What? My mom was texting me. And I asked her, what episode are you listening to? She goes, sleep paralysis. I'm like, stop now. Please stop listening before you get to the stories. Oh, yeah. You have my little brother in the what, car. Your dad and... knows what succulents are now. <laughs> oh, my God. I so, love that short, so, so much. when I panicked over my parents listening to that episode, I immediately called my mom and, like, you need to stop. Like, wherever you are, you just need to stop. Yeah, don't listen to that with the youngest brother in the car. So I'm it's talking to my mom. Bad. I'm like, look, you know me, but I have no control over my co-host. So mm-hmm. you, you just kind of need to stop before the stories. And my dad from this side goes, we learned what succulents are. And I was like... <laughs> dad yes yes dad succulents now turn it off do you need do you mean succubus yeah succubus that's how that happens in like stage four sleep paralysis right i'm like no i'm so happy though that makes me so so happy hi dad hi um hello to rebecca's entire family and thank you for being so supportive you guys rock fantastic i'm not disowned it's great not yet not yet we're just getting started keyword (laughs) give me time to turn everybody against you it'll happen i don't Um, think that's how that works is that a threat no 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 if my family hasn't turned against me because of you yet that's that's a fair point i mean we haven't quite hit the 20 year mark yet so there's still time my brother did give me the best review of our podcast (laughs) (laughs) this is so great so he was like so i've been listening and it's really good i kind of feel like i'm already friends with ashley and i don't know what to think about tiffany you never will (laughs) i'm like that is accurate for the first three months that's three months that's that's generous very generous i can be nice you are so sweet well to rebecca's brother um affectionately known as thor amongst the group no affectionately by them unaffectionately by me i don't like it Eh, I apologize. I call them like I see them. I apologize, but I don't think you'll ever get used to me. So, yay! yay. <laughs> Tiffany, what's your poison? Woohoo! My poison is ah oh, relief. My poison is relief. I'm like an emotional roller coaster right now because I've fart? been. No, that was me hitting my chair. Oh, um, you said relief, and then, <laughs> and then I like fanned my arms for a roller coaster. We are children. <sighs> oh, fart jokes are funny. They really are. I have had a lot of tension in my body that I didn't realize was there until I did something at work today that has been building for a while. And once it was over, my whole body just kind of went like limp noodle. Yeah. And it's so nice to not be worried about how I'm going to do because it was my first time doing something there. Mm -hmm. And that first time doing something is always scary in a new job. So... I'm I'm glad it's done. I'm, I'm not so trying happy. to interrupt you, but do you ever just forget to breathe sometimes? It's called apnea. <laughs> you should get that checked. <laughs> I was just sitting here and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that helps." <laughs> why? Why I is love, this? Why am I panicking? <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> oh God! Oh, and I'm the one that people say they want to be friends with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that says about your brother, Rebecca. <laughs> it may be why yep. I'm the only one who's really stuck around for 20 plus years. Well, not the only one, but but close to. <laughs> I have friends longer than you, believe it or not. Longer? How much longer? Five inches? Six inches? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tiffany's pretty well hung. Um. Damn it, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Tiffany, get your brain out. <laughs> And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. 
again. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> uh, let's see. My longest friend, I have been friends with her since second grade. So however many years that be. <laughs> that be. A lot. You would have been. And I met Tiffany in fifth, mm-hmm. going into fifth grade. Yes. So you three were, years longer. Yeah. 22 years. Woo, woo, woo. Hey. What are you talking about today? We're going to talk about a conspiracy theory. Yee. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm getting used to these noises all over again. <laughs> We're going to talk about a conspiracy theory. Okay. And I'm really excited about it. Have you guys ever heard of the Philadelphia Experiment? No. Fabulous. All right. Well, I'm going to tell like, you about it. But this one happens to do with Navy ships. So <laughs> the Philadelphia Experiment is essentially... Nope, that's not a word. Essentially? Essentially, not essentially. (laughs) Brown chicken, brown cow. (laughs) I went to a completely different place than that. Can we move on? Yes. All right. So the timeline on this, because it's a conspiracy theory, isn't exactly like set in stone. So I'm going to kind of tell you the gist. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) heads up. Get out your notebooks. (laughs) The Philadelphia experiment happened in uh, 1943. There were two experiments done, and one was July-ish time frame. Summer. Summer of 1943. Okay. The government was experimenting with a bunch of different things around this time. So It was World War II. It was World War II. They were um, developing the atomic bomb around this time. Mm-hmm. They did a Project Paperclip where they took a bunch of the scientists and engineers and technicians from Nazi Germany and brought them over here and said, hey, we'll make you U.S. government officials or government employees if you work for us instead of them. So that mm. kind of thing was going on. Sneaky. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of weird stuff, a lot of experiments going on then, but this particular one was trying to turn a naval ship invisible. Okay. Like like invisible to radar? If they performed this experiment on you, I would be looking straight through you. Wow. I know. Magic. 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 Oh, what if Hogwarts oh, was involved? Oh, it's magic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so in the summer of 1943, they were working on making the ship invisible and it was the USS Eldridge. So they were successful in making this disappear and reappear. Like you're Mm -hmm. looking at it, it's gone. The next thing you know, it's back. Okay. Yeah. So they wanted to try this again. Wait, they did this this ship in Avengers. Yes. And they used degaussing for that. No, they don't. Nope, no, nope. That comes later. That comes later in my story. I was like, I don't know. If Didn't that happen. Is, they just nope. have mirrors. I was going to say that's mirrors. No, no. We're. De- I'm good at storytelling. <laughs> You're real. You get really excited. I do. I get so excited. Okay. She gets real excited when she learns new big words and tries to throw them in. Fair. All right. So they tried to recreate this in October of 1943. Sometimes they say August 12th of 1943, which is really specific. So I kind of feel like that's the one. But we're going to roll with October because I wrote it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It's not what I think it is, but that's what's written down. They loaded the ship with all the crewmen and all of the seamen. I couldn't say that word. I just couldn't do it because I would erupt into laughter. (laughs) So they loaded the ship with all the seamen. Sailors. With all the seamen. Sailors. With all the what? (laughs) Look what you did, Ashley. I know. I love it. I needed this. (laughs) Why am I 12? (laughs) Are you crying again? No. Not yet. Yes. (laughs) I don't know if it's the thought of sailors or seamen that did it to her, but... We're moving on either way. (laughs) All right. So they loaded the crew, and they decided they were going to test this out. Essentially, if you believe this conspiracy theory, Einstein and Nikola Tesla were involved. Einstein... The look on your face, Ashley, is great. Einstein... (laughs) um, I'm trying to math (laughs) and geography, and it's not working well. Well, Einstein came over... Um, around he, the same time as... Yeah, because he helped with the um, atomic bomb. Atomic bomb. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. He's not 
that old. I mean, he is, but this not is as old as you were thinking. He's just trying to think back to the dates and the location. Yeah. Don't mind my confused faces. Sounds good. You're going to have a lot of those this story. I forgot how to breathe a minute ago. <laughs> okay. Fair. The story goes that Einstein figured out the unified field theory, which for Ashley and I is a, an, an idea that there's one explanation for the behavior of absolutely everything. And he figured out what that was. What is it? Well, I mean, it's what turned this <laughs> ship invisible. That's all oh. I got for you. Okay. Is that it 42? It. Yes. The answer was 42. Semen. So. Nope. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm back. So what they did was they used Tesla's coils, which were not around at this time, unless you believe this conspiracy theory. The government covered it up. Okay, you have to keep the ruse up. Yes. (laughs) Oh, well, some people don't believe in conspiracy theories. That's fair. I'm not saying I'm one of those people. So you're basically saying we didn't know these existed at this time. There you go. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. All right. So between Einstein's unified (laughs) field theory... And the Tesla coils and the semen. They were able to make this. <laughs> Rebecca's not impressed. <laughs> no, that was Rebecca brushing a smile. <laughs> She's like, Mm-mm, no, like you got to stop saying semen. <laughs> Never. <laughs> they were able to turn the ship invisible. Poof. Not only were they able to turn the ship invisible. Okay. They were able to make it completely disappear and teleport to Norfolk, Virginia. Over 200 miles away. Okay. How quickly it's, wait, 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 did wait, wait. it teleport? First off, technicality. It's not invisible if it's somewhere else. Well, it became invisible. And, and then, then it teleported elsewhere. So, but how long did it not just like sail there? No, it did not. Because it's over 200 miles away, which okay. normally takes two days to get there and back. But it was able to get there and come back. Not just come back. Come back 10 minutes prior to when it originally disappeared. What? That part... Okay, so let me just forewarn you. We're going to put a blanket statement out there before you finish that thought. How did it turn Hold on. Can you do me a favor? Shut up. (laughs) Let me put this blanket statement out there. Okay. There are going to be things in this story that don't make sense and have no explanation, and you just roll with it because there is no answer. And we'll get to it at the end. Don't bite your lip like that. It's yeah, fine. But it can't be invisible if it showed up 10 minutes earlier. Then there's just two right. of them. I know that's what I thought too, but I couldn't find an answer to that. Because there's the- not. It's physically impossible. Sorry. But if it showed up 10 minutes before it disappeared, then it would have already been there before it disappeared. So it technically didn't show up. It was just there. Yeah. So the only thing I could like maybe pull from this was that it became invisible and then it took a while for it to teleport. And then another one appeared I don't know. Real confused on this point. This point... Me too. I know. This point gives me a little confusion. But, oh, I forgot to mention one thing. Before it disappeared, it had this, like, blue-green haze around it. Okay. Smokescreen. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Giant Giant screen. fog machine. Mm-hmm. It, it's all a Christian Blaine thing. Is that, not, is that his name? No. David Blaine. David Blaine. David Blaine. I should not reference. <laughs> I was like, I, was I like, don't remember anything about Christianity that involved the me. Let's go back to the semen. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, I was very confused by that statement. All right. So, David Blaine. Uh, Blue green f- stuff. Stuff. Thank you. Were you thinking Chris Angel and David Blaine? Yep. Okay. That's where I was. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, disappeared, reappeared over 200 miles away in Norfolk, Virginia, and then disappeared from there and reappeared back in Philadelphia. 10 minutes mm-hmm. ahead I was of there. schedule. Hmm? I was there. In Nor- were- not at this time, but that's where <laughs> I went for Thanksgiving. <laughs> what? <laughs> wormholes, wormholes. <laughs> There's a lot of ships there. Rebecca all of a sudden just like plip, jumped back to a past life and she's like, you know what? No, I drove by the shipyard while I was there. Oh, oh man. Saw the I USS did. I guarantee semen. you, I didn't. <laughs> I don't remember what the boat was called. Eldridge. <laughs> I don't think it's still in service. It is not. Okay, so I would not have. No, but if you wormhole back to 1943, you I did, did not. You Tease. All right. <laughs> Why you got to play us like that, Rebecca? Mm-hmm. Sorry. So go to 1956 now. Why? Because nobody knows this happened. Okay. It's just like something, an experiment that went on that they did not tell anybody about. Somebody had to have known it happened if they saw it. 
And they have timelines. U.S. government. Well, here comes 1956 when Carlos M. Aldea? Aldea? I don't know. Call him Carlos. Well, I'm actually going to call him Carl Allen because that's his real name. But that was Carlos was his, um, not pseudonym, pseudonym. What's his name? When you put a <laughs> fake name out there. <laughs> his mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. alter, no. Mm-mm. I think it's pseudonym. All right. Oh, okay, we're going to roll with it. We're going to. Um, <clears throat> so Carlos sent a letter and eventually like 50 letters to. Alias. That Thank it. you. <laughs> Sorry. The Continue. lady who forgot to breathe remembered <laughs> alias. <laughs> so Carlos sent a letter and eventually 50 to Morris Jessup. And Morris Jessup is the author of The Case for the UFO. And in these letters, um, he said, basically what you say about the unified field theory is wrong. And I can prove it to you because I worked with Albert Einstein and he showed me how unified field theory works. And of course you're like, well, cool, prove it. lucky? Okay. Yeah, you're like, cool, prove it. And he goes, I can. Do you have a journal article on this? <laughs> he goes, let me tell you about the Philadelphia experiment. Basically, his only proof was this story he told about what happened in Philadelphia. The ship, they tested it out with the Tesla coils and Einstein, and it disappeared. And they were like, yeah, let's try it one more time with a bigger ship. And they used the USS Eldridge with all the crewmen on board, and it disappeared, time traveled, came back. Teleported, that's another word I forgot. Um, <laughs> teleported and time, ta- time traveled. Time traveled. Yeah. And that's my proof. He's like, well, I, I, I need a little more proof than just your story. He's like, well, the crewmen on board, they, some went mad, some set on fire, were set on fire, some fused to the ship. Yeah. Some just disappeared completely. Some were set on fire? Yeah. Or some caught on fire. Caught on fire. <laughs> Words are hard. I'm telling you, I happy cried like 10 times today. So I was just they, like, well, that's so rude. We have crewmen spontaneously combusting. Mm-hmm. Are you proud of me for not saying semen? <laughs> you are 10 years old. Mm-hmm. 12. <laughs> I was in an Ashley snort. That's so rare. I'm just thinking semen disappeared. Semen fused to the ship. <laughs> Semen caught on fire. You should get that checked. <laughs> Whole new meaning to the term fire crutch. Carry on my way. Why did I bring one bottle? <laughs> I'm not even drinking it. All right. Yep. So he tells the story about the crewman and all the stuff that's happening. And he's like, this is my proof that I worked with Albert Einstein. And what you know about the unified field theory is wrong. Because I have stories. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Page flip. Ooh, super fancy. Mm-hmm. Don't drop it. Uh-huh. So when Carl's only proof was this, Morris was like, mm, no thanks, I'm going to get back to writing actual books uh, <laughs> no about gracias. UFOs. Smart. Yeah. So. As you do. Uh-huh. A little while later, two naval researchers with the U.S. military show up at Jessup's store and say, hey, do you know anything about this Carlos M. A. guy? And he's like, well, yeah, yeah, I do. Why do you ask? Apparently, he had sent the U.S. government, what's his name? Jessup's book. And in the margins, he had written a conversation between three people. One of those is supposed to be an alien describing the Philadelphia experiment. Mm Mm-hmm. Who's the, so him, alien, gonna come back to that one. Who's the third person? Uh, just a, a third person. It turns out it's all three. Carlos. You don't Carl say. Carl Allen. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> but it's written in three different colors of ink, and he, like, writes, each person has, like, a different handwriting. He, like, forges. That's called oh. bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. Everyone should go to the doctor. <laughs> Mental health is real, y'all. Yep. Yeah. So he sends this to the military, and they show up on Morris's door and like, hey. That's not bipolar disorder. That's a multiple personality Yeah, that disorder. one. Yep. And they're like, hey, do you know of this guy? And he's like, um, yeah, yeah, I do. And they are like, oh, he presented us this book, which actually the package said Happy Easter on it, which I thought was kind of funny. So they're like, oh, he sent us this book. Do you know anything about it? And he's like, no. I mean, he's written me letters, but I haven't really done anything about it. There was no proof to it. And like, all right, thanks. See you later. Have a nice day. Okay. A few years later, his life is kind of spiraling down. He gets a divorce. Everything's falling apart. And he ends up killing himself. Morris well, does. That's the, the unfortunate. Book. Yes. But this some of his friends, <clears throat> some of his friends say that 
he had gotten really excited because he had a break in the case of the Philadelphia experiment. He had proof that it actually happened and he was going to go meet with a friend to confirm everything. And then the next thing they know, he shows up dead. So conspiracy theorists believe that the two naval researchers who showed up on his door and the fact that he was going to prove the Philadelphia experiment wrong when he committed suicide, air quote, prove that there is some actual truth to the Philadelphia experiment. Okay. Okay. They believe the military killed him to keep it covered up. Sure. And yes. totally not the men in black. Here come the <laughs> men in black. Why couldn't Galaxy they just use their defenders. mind erasers? Whoa. This was before the mind eraser came to came a thing, obviously. Oh, obviously. Fair. This is still what, nineteen fifty six? Yeah. Well this oh, is no, the sixties is... when he died. Yeah, he died. Nineteen sixties, color television was just becoming a thing. It's fine. Okay, so we're gonna mention Men in Black and Colored T V later on, so I need oh, you to well, like sorry. calm down. <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> wow. we're just, see, we're... It's like H. H. Holmes all over again. I told you she was there. You were. Thanks for proving I'm it. a time lord. Spoiler. No, I'm not. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh, I love River. Okay. Um, you good? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's try and debunk this. Let's try. I'm sorry. Might be difficult because I'm so invested in the logical aspect of the story. But let's try. Let's see if we can make it happen. <laughs> that was salty. I mean, Yes. Let's you know what else is salty? Nope, not going there. Semen! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Sorry, Mom and Dad. I, I understand if you withdraw your donation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In July, when the initial experiment was to take place, the USS Eldridge, according to military records, was in Brooklyn, which is not Philadelphia. No. No, it's not. So it's hard to have the Philadelphia experiment performed in Philadelphia when the ship is not actually there. Well, I mean, wormholes, right? Wormholes! It's um, not like plot holes. They're different. Because, you know, naval ships didn't look similar. I mean, that's one thing that I had not actually written down and thought about. So, hey. Military. I'll forget, <laughs> I'll forget that ships look alike while you forget Do to breathe. people go with one design that works and make 20 of them? Definitely not in the military. No. no. All right. Edward Dudgeon. Oh, yes. Dudgeon? Dudgeon. Okay. Well, when I originally said this while I was talking in my car, I said dungeon and got real excited. Um, so I had to make sure to so emphasize. So he was in Brooklyn? No. The boat um, was in Brooklyn. The boat was in Brooklyn. Edward Dudgeon is another gentleman who said that he was on another ship in the Philadelphia shipyard okay. when the October incident occurred. Okay. He said that he can prove none of that actually happened. So there's one story that's going around that says there was a bar brawl where two of the sailmen or sailors just disappeared altogether because they were part of the Philadelphia experiment. I know that part gets kind of hazy. What? Yeah. But he explains that particular theory or that particular story away by saying he was one of the men that was said to have disappeared. He lied about how old he was to get into the Navy. He was actually only 16. And when this bar brawl broke out, the barmaid felt real bad for him and another guy who were underage and snuck them out the back. So it looks like they just kind of disappeared, but... I mean, when you're drunk, that is what that looks like. Yeah. And also, the shipyard was experimenting with invisibility, but it was degaussing, which is where they use um, magnets mm-hmm. and pullers and all that. Pullers? Wow. <laughs> Who polar bears? <laughs> Polarity. That's where she was going. It was, but happy tears, semen, it's everywhere. Rosé. Um, Rosé. So the ship... Magnets. Magnets. So they were just trying to like throw off radar. They were. Not actually invisible. They were going to be invisible to radar. Gotcha. Which was very prominent. That kind of stuff was very prominent around that time. Yeah. So not far off. He also said that the disappearing and reappearing in Virginia, only to reappear back in Pennsylvania, could be something people thought they saw. So it was a um, two-day trip to go there and back but the u.s military had a canal that cut the two-day trip down to six hours so if you were just like not really paying attention you look over there's the uss eldridge you go off and do something down below deck and you come back up and it's gone you're like oh okay maybe it went out (laughs) 
I know. <laughs> just roll with it. We're going to get there. This whole story, you're just going to have to, like, roll with <clears throat> it. Oh, I'm rolling there's with the canal? homies. There is. Uh, shoot, I didn't write down what it was. Um, but there, a super later. secret yeah. military canal. Sure, okay. It's called the Panama Canal. Just kidding. No, there's a canal that um, even I know that that's not in the right place <laughs> in the part of the country. I know. So uh, not even the right country. So let's go back to this. So if you okay. weren't paying attention, you were below deck or something. You saw it was gone. You're like, okay, it's out on a for twelve hours. It was gone for yeah. It was a six hour there and back trip. So round trip is six hours. Yes. yes. Okay. So you look up, it's gone. You're like, no big deal. It's out doing something. Then it comes back six hours later. You're like, no big deal. It's back. Well, then there are stories of it appearing in Virginia. When it should take two days. Exactly. Okay. So people who worked, are these people who worked for the military that are seeing this? Well, just people it's in unclear, general. It's unclear. Just people in general. Okay. So stop questioning it. Yeah. Okay. A lot of this you're just going to have to kind of roll with again. Okay. We're rolling well, it's with just that the it homies. was six hours instead of two days. Yeah. Which game of telephone, six hours turns into six minutes and then you have conspiracy theories. Exactly. Okay. So between the guy disappearing and uh, the two guys disappearing, the ship making a six hour trip that's supposed to take two days. And you add... Was that Titan? That was Titan sneezing. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Then you add, you know, years and years and years and people playing telephone. The story gets a little confusing. A little? Yeah. Okay. So in 1999, the USS Eldridge crew had a reunion and they said that anytime anybody asked about it, they're like, it's not true. But sometimes they wanted to have a little fun, so they'd play along and be like, oh, yeah, my hand was fused into the ship for a while. And then when we we reappeared in Virginia, I was able to, or back in Philadelphia, I was able to pull it out while the molecules were all. It's fine now. My iron content's a little out of whack, but I'm fine. (laughs) So they just kind of rolled with it. Merely a flesh wound. (laughs) They rolled with it with some people just for poos and ha-has. So. Poos and ha-has? I didn't want to say shits and giggles, but now you've made me say it. Because we've said semen a record (laughs) dozen (laughs) times. But don't say shit. That might take it too far. Again, sorry, okay. mom and dad. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Poos and ha-has. So, <laughs> just looking at the Philadelphia experiment and the things that happen that through a game of telephone in many, many years, you could be like, okay, I see why people would pick that story up. There was a movie made about it in 88 or 89 i think okay and they just kind of like took that conspiracy theory and ran with it and had fun with it so it's easily debunked it's easily said it's not true no big deal but then comes a guy named al bulik we're gonna talk about him for a minute because he's fun (laughs) al bulik 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 bueller bueller al bulik oh titan This is not your episode. Do we need to take a break to uh, top off our cocktails and kick the cat out of the room? Probably. Let's take a break. <laughs> Should I make something up for us? Yes, please. All righty. Welcome back to Conspiracy Analysis. Why are you saying welcome back? Because we're just coming back? Anyways. Anyways. If you like conspiracy talk and... Paranormal talk. And ghost talk. And conspiracy talk. <laughs> <laughs> and news and... Uh, uh, yeah, nerd news every now and then. And stuff like that. Come see your boy, Mick Shagger. Boy. Hey, man. Shag nasty. I'm fucking here, too. Oh, oh, and... and I'm Nick the Coon. And... Nick. You gotta work on that. And Nicky Nack. This hey, is the podcast where we don't know shit and we tell you all about it. That's right. And we're on Spotify and iTunes and Google Podcasts and Instagram and, and Facebooks and emails and, and Instagrams. Those places and unfortunately Facebooks. Yeah, that too. But come and give us a listen. Thanks for listening to this promo that we've yeah, put together yeah. at the last minute. Later. more alcohol more rosé so we don't question it as much i should not be drinking rosé today anything today because i'm like already loopy on my own chemical body thing really Go. i couldn't tell don't know where we left off but we're gonna start with albulic okay and i lied you ready to talk about ed cameron hey what? who i know I'm, I'm taking you on this fun ride it's a blast sure okay all right ed cameron 
and his brother Duncan Cameron were on USS Eldridge when the experiments took place. Okay. You missed Tiffany's air quotes. Look. Quote, I'm unquote, s- took place. I'm, I'm, I firmly, wholeheartedly believe this. It's because there's this. two of them at the same time, so, like, it's a little fuzzy. They're Just brothers. A little. No, the ships, because the oh. ten minutes. I thought we were talking about brothers again. We are, but kind of, I don't know. It, it's fine. They were each on one ship. Yep. And they were twins. Ooh. Were they twins? No. Oh. But we'll roll Why with it. Why not? <laughs> Anything can happen, apparently. So Ed Cameron was on this with his brother when it happened. When everything started to go crazy, the ship was disappearing. Molecules were going everywhere. People were fusing. <laughs> Those damn molecules. No, they're a nuisance. <laughs> Just going everywhere. Kind of like the semen on board. Um, but they were... <laughs> Actually, I'm proud of you for containing that. I see it on your face. <laughs> <laughs> molecules everywhere. I couldn't contain that one. Can we go back God to the molecules? I like molecules. They make sense. And don't make me uncomfortable, usually. Ashley, cover your face. Just mm-hmm. ignore this is happening. All right. People are fusing to the ship. People are catching on fire. People are disappearing. Okay. Ed and Duncan Cameron see this and say, oh, shit, no. And jump ship. Oh, shit, no. Exactly. I think that's an official quote. They say, father, oh. son, and holy ship, and they jump. <laughs> exactly. They say, holy father, ship. son, and jump the holy ship. Exactly. All full circle. They jump off the ship, and their plan is to just land in the water and swim away. But they jumped into a wormhole. Oh, oh damn no. it. This is why you don't just leave those lying around. Thank you. Well, there are a lot of wormholes left around in Clean this story. Clean up your wormholes, How people. many wormholes are there? Look, Infinite. guys, I've told you to clean up your wormholes a thousand times. If you don't clean them up, I'm tossing them out. They're going in the trash. <laughs> exactly. When this happened, they jump ship into the wormhole and land in 2137. Of course they do. Yeah. So Ed and That's Duncan. a big wormhole. So they're in 2137 for six weeks. Four weeks of that, they were in the hospital bed. And it was because when they jumped off the El- Eldridge, went through the wormhole, they got burned in hyperspace. As you do? Yeah. You know, radiation and shit. Uh, radiation and shit. That's what it says in my notes. Molecules. <laughs> so. I mean, that is a risk outer space, so. Exactly. But they're not in outer space. They're in a wormhole. I don't know how this works. Look. Hyperspace. Do you know how wormholes work? I'm assuming it's another dimension that we're not meant to tolerate. Exactly. And that's why he got burned. Exactly. Boom. Exactly. The tea was too hot. Hmm. Oh, I put in here, spill the tea somewhere in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right. So he's there. And he remembers waking up and noticing that the TV that they had on was in color. And he was like, mm, In 2137. Yeah. We like, still just have color TV. It's not like 3D or anything. It's in recording. a hospital. You know how crappy TVs are in a hospital. Good point. Probably the TVs that we had in the big box TVs will still be in hospitals in the 2100s. Probably. Yeah. Be like, ooh, my room has a DVD player. Ooh, ooh girl. <laughs> so he knew something was up. He was asking around and was watching a news program and they mentioned something about the U.S. or North America. Okay. And when they did, they showed a picture of it. And he was like, that doesn't look right. Like, can you explain this? And like, yeah, this is, you know, what's going on here. So he asked for, sorry, long convoluted story. Basically, he realized this. He's in the future and he asked for a map to see what's going on because the map doesn't look right. We still have maps. Like the paper foldy maps. He doesn't clarify. What's paper? can never get them folded back they take up like the entire dashboard of your car well good news is he's not in a car his whole hospital bed i mean we just discussed how hospitals still have tube tvs so the fact that they have paper maps isn't that far-fetched i don't necessarily know if it's a paper map though he just says they brought out a map it could be on a tablet it could be then he would really flip flip it flip (laughs) guys what is this magical paper i was trying to say flip and flip his at the same time, you really flee. <laughs> so you're fleeping me out, man. How did Map tell him what's going on? Well, he's looking at it. He said that Florida is pretty much gone. The Panhandle's the only thing left. Global warming. Too mm-hmm. soon. Hashtag too soon. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Ah, sorry, shit. Ashley. Fine. Mm, just don't. Did California look like it got burned? Look at this. Okay. Oh, <laughs> burn. I love how like natural natural disasters are what is what worries us, but not the scores of inappropriate jokes. Oh God, no. Oh. 
I'm going to say something really bad that my husband would not be proud of me for. <laughs> <laughs> that one statement and not yep, the 20 no. episodes Mm-mm. we have out. I know. He's so happy 20? to be married to me. Exaggeration. No. We have okay. Like, I was like, wait a second. I missed a handful We have there. more than 10. We recorded while you weren't around and... Seven, At what eight, point nine, I was on a plane nine. that didn't disappear and I did not fuse to. Good. That All right. you know of. So basically, um, yeah. Florida only has a panhandle left. Um, the Georgia coastline is mostly gone and Atlanta is only three miles from the ocean now. Sweet. The Carolinas are almost gone. The Mississippi River has like engulfed all of Mississippi and upwards and runs into the Great Lakes, which are now one lake. Global warming. Uh-huh. California is pretty much gone. So, not due to a fire. But he's like, man, this looks really funky. Can you tell me what's going on? You guys ready for some fun stories? Yes. (laughs) At this point? Yeah. It's so exciting. Are you saying beforehand they haven't been fun? No, she's saying that you're just (laughs) now asking. She's not asking if these are the fun stories. I was about to say, you're almost as salty as those semen. (laughs) I hate you. You did it to yourself you ma'am i know i can't help myself i mean what the <laughs> one of us one, one of us okay fun stories. so explaining the map fun stories yes so he asked like oh my god what happened here and i'm not going to give you the dates quite yet on when this happened oh. want to freak anybody out screw it let's go ahead and prove this accurate basically what he was told while he was in the hospital bed was that in 2025 all of this took place okay what is this all of the um the coastlines changing places so the ice caps just melted all at once january 1st 2029 five five nope but as accurate as the mayan calendar The way it was explained to him was that in roughly 2003 to 2005-ish starts going sideways. There's earthquakes, there are fires. Basically, what he saw happened is happening now, which is super comforting. Isn't it? Yeah. So when I first read that, I was like, 2003, man, that was so long ago. But then I started thinking back to like when some stuff started happening, I'm like, "Mm, let's just ignore this. Yeah. That's what I do with a lot of uncomfortable things in my life. I just ignore it and hope it goes away. under the rug. Yes. So six weeks goes by and something happens. He says he's not, he's not sure what, he doesn't remember how it happened. So he knows something happened? Yeah. He said all of a sudden he woke up in 2749. So he goes from 2137 to 2749. Correct. That escalated quickly. Doesn't. Yeah, but he didn't jump off of anything. How did he get there? He doesn't remember. He's not sure. Like that part's still fuzzy. Someday I'm going to trip and end up in some future. I just pictured you like... Like the year 3000. Oh. Well... Into the year 3000. Would you like to know what you're in store for? Sure. All right. We just changed you're... we live underwater. Sorry. Continue. Jonas Brothers. We again. have to because of the radiation. Anyway. So Ed Cameron goes by himself. Duncan is not along for this journey. So he doesn't fall into the wormhole. He does it's, not. So is Duncan still in 21-something? He is in 2137. Okay. So does his brother just disappear? No, he's still in 2137. Yeah, no, but the he other is, brother. but the other one. Oh, yeah, he just disappeared, and he's in 2749. Cool. But at this point, that's normal cool. for them. Yeah, I know. just like, oh, that brother of mine going down another wormhole. He'll oh, be know. back. He'll be back. He he tends to, like, trip over things sometimes. He wanders. And falls This is going to make me warm. paranoid. I trip all the time. Well, just watch for wormholes. You'll be out. How do you know? Take your EMS. Look for look for color TV. (laughs) (laughs) So he's in twenty seven forty nine. Twenty seven forty nine. Okay, he stuck there for two years. Wow, that's a long time. I know. They just not leave their warm hose lying around. No, by that time, by that time they're like, oh man, somebody left this lying around again. We're just gonna like toss it in the trash. Wormhole patrol. It's like Minecraft. You can't just leave those laying around. You can't. Oh man, I'm so excited. All right. So he says in 2749, there are floating cities and ground-based cities, but a lot of floating so cities. So we're in Star Wars now? And they're two and a half miles high. From Like the, the actual city, like, or is it like you always see in the future where they have like the long little like stalactite and then the base and then the town? Well, you've got these floating cities that are high up, but he's talking about like the structures on the city are two and a half miles. Can go I, is up our to atmosphere even that big? I should know this. All right, Ravenclaw, calm down. You're gonna have a lot of issues with the story. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do. I panic over details. 
He did say, though, that, like, the weight of that would crush certain structures, but they'd figured out by that point how they build a level, and then they put something that future technology... Wormholes. Wormholes. Basically, they put something in between it that supports the load of only that level, Mm. and then build a level of the city, put another, like, future-y thing. Right, because that's how physics works. Yeah, sprinkle some dust on that, and good. I think my statics teacher just had a heart attack. Does your statics, is that even a class? Statistics? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, I thought you mispronounced. Statics is basically the science behind stuff that doesn't move. So, like, bridges. Cool. You, there's an entire class about yes. stuff that doesn't do anything? Oh, yes. What is you it? have to calculate the forces what of it. What kind of engineer is that? The bridges? Civil engineering. Thank you. We used to joke about my statics professor having to cross bridges that were built by his failing students. <laughs> There's an entire class about things that don't do anything. Yeah, because they don't move, but you still have to know like where the forces go. Like Just because it's there doesn't mean it doesn't have gravity. You have to know where the forces go. And you paid money to go to this class about things that don't do anything. Okay, so it gets really complicated when things move. So in order to understand how things move, you have to understand what happens when things don't move first. Yes, statics is a real thing, and what you just said doesn't make sense, Tiffany. Well, it's because we're in the year 2018, not the year 2749. Is everything made from vibranium? Because that's the only thing that makes sense. (laughs) You were using a lot of really big words. Okay, vibranium is the mythical metal that Captain America's shield was made uh, from. I, I, was, I was like, Thor's hammer or Captain America's shield? Which one <laughs> well, is she all I was thinking about? was like, that's not Superman's kryptonite. Like, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Tiffany's an old school superhero fan. Okay. Today on Rebecca Explains Statics. Yeah. Um, oh, you're wearing a Captain America shirt. I am. Look at you. I still can't get over the fact that there's an entire class about things that don't do anything. <laughs> In the year 2749, there'd be a to longer class. class about that. <laughs> oh so he's stuck there for two years. He There is a really long uh, interview with him about these two years. Okay. I was distracted and decided that we're just going to focus on some other stuff. So That's fine. you're more than welcome to go look it up. I'll be like, he's got a fun voice to listen to. We'll post some of the links to his interviews on the blog. Is it just audio? No, there's uh, a couple like actual videos of him. Yeah, we'll post links to the YouTube videos. Yeah. So it's fun, but you can hear all about it. But there's a lot to cover with him. So I said Albiolic. We're talking about Ed Cameron right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because this isn't confusing enough. I'm trying. Look, hard. this whole story is just like what I'm doing is basically you know pickup sticks where you take all the information and just like drop it on the floor and you except have to try it's and not pickup pick skits skits. Nope. Pickup sticks. It's cooked spaghetti. Exactly. And you're trying to pick up each noodle. Well, all the noodles have, like, molded together in hyperspace, so. So you pick up one and there's five because you put olive oil on it and now it's a mess. Yeah, always put olive oil on your pasta. I never put olive oil in my pasta. Do you put salt? In the water? Yes. Yes. Okay, so after the second year, they basically, like, they being whoever is in control of some experiment. Okay. Not quite sure on who. Basically say, you need to go back to 2137. Pick up your brother and get the fuck out. Like, you've got to fix some shit that's going wrong. Okay? Okay. What? So they send it back to 2137. Okay. And he picks up his brother. They say, get Duncan. He gets Duncan. You get that Duncan. You... Okay. Brothers. Yes. We're going to send you back to 1983. Where did 1983 come into this? Are you ready for some information? Ready. Sure. All right. So Ed Cameron and Duncan Cameron are now in 1983. They get sent back to Montauk, Long Island... New York. There's a thing called the Montauk Project. Yeah. How many conspiracy theories is this? Yeah, I mean, I think we're on like 10. It's fine. <laughs> Only 10? Okay. We gotta slowly introduce these on our okay, Mon- show, guys. Montauk Project. Yes. yes. 1983. 1983. Ed and Cameron are brought to this Air Force Base. No, Naval Force Base. Very different. They're brought to a military, military base. base. Okay. So they're brought to Montauk. Basically, when they get there... Their memory is wiped. Of course it is. Because that's when the mind wipey things are invented by the men in black. See? I told you we're going to get to men in black. Boom. So they sent them back to fix stuff, but mm-hmm. wiped their minds so they don't know what they're supposed How to be fixing. How are they supposed to fix things if they don't know what they're fixing? Basically, when they jumped off the ship, they effed up a lot of s by leaving the Disappearing. scene. Yeah. Like, you know the butterfly effect? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 
Well, basically, them jumping ship. It's basically the the basis of any time travel movie. Oh, you have to go back and fix it. Exactly. When they left the scene, it set off a chain of events that jacked everything up. So this is why if you ever it. get an opportunity to time travel. You say no. No, you just go forward because you're a lot less likely to mess something up. So when they get back to 1983. Okay. Basically... Let me pull out another set of notes real quick. Or another handful of noodles. Yeah, I'm pulling out more noodles. Hold on. You're bringing out the magic paper, which is the iPad. Uh Uh-huh. Color TV. (laughs) It's got color and everything. So they go back to 1983. Okay. And there is a scientist called, not called, his actual name was (laughs) Dr. Von Neumann. And he was a part of the Philadelphia experiment. Okay. Of course. And then 40-something years later, he moved on to the Montauk Project. So he's there, and he's like, hey, you guys were supposed to be in this thing in 1943. You weren't there. How does he know this? Because he he was was part part of of the the Philadelphia Project. So how did 27-whatever communicate with... Time travel. That doesn't... Mm-mm. time travel he didn't have to he was part of the experiment the guys disappeared and then they show, showed up again in the 80s yeah understand. but she's asking why the people in uh 27 no no, no i'm asking like I'm, i need to just stop asking questions continue don't ask questions on this one too late all right basically he was like hey guys like you were supposed to be on this thing you weren't it jacked up a bunch of s but you need to be in 1983 to fix it they're in 1983 yes so now that you're here, okay. I'm going to age regress you. What? I'm going to age regress you. You are no longer... They're Benjamin buttoning this? Mm-hmm. Because the military has all of this knowledge. They know how to time travel. They know how to teleport. But if they time travel, they, know they how wouldn't to age have age. Regress. They, yeah, but they're age regressing them now. They're going to say, you know what? I'm going to age regress you back to nine months old and put you in albulic. That's where that guy comes in. So you can watch Both his YouTube them? videos. No, just Put Ed Cameron. In? I don't know who. What Ed, happened to Duncan? I don't know where he went. Wait a second. Putting them in Albulic? Yeah. So Albulic's born old. in 1927. At nine months old, Ed Cameron's conscience is put. He's age regressed and his conscience is put into Albulic. Are you sure this wasn't a fever dream? I mean, honey, it's a conspiracy theory. It's probably all a fever <laughs> yeah, dream. Yeah, but like, okay. Nine month old baby mm-hmm. man regressed. So, uh, yep. <laughs> Um, apparently that age regression thing is a common practice yeah, okay. in the military. Sure. And you can take a person back to a fetus, according to Albulic. Who's a baby. Not anymore. That was 1927. Okay. Sure. So his uh, earliest memory. So they regret age regressed them and then time traveled with them? But just their conscience. Just their conscience. They took their... Okay, so they show up in 1983 and they're like, all right, you were supposed to be here to fix everything. But you can't know about any of this ish. So we're going to put your conscience. Age regress you. Put your conscience into this baby. Boom. Ed Cameron is now albulic. At nine months old, his earliest memory is sitting around. He's in a um, bassinet. Sitting on top. Or not a bassinet. Just like a little. Yeah. Some kind of thing that holds a child. Bassinet. (laughs) Well, it's sitting on top of a piano. So my bassinet would not fit on top of a carrier. Yeah, a carrier sitting on top of a piano. And he remembers knowing what his family was talking about sitting around the piano. And nine month old should not know what's going on. As he grew up, he was known as the walking encyclopedia. And he took this electronics test. And he was the only one of his peers who passed this. I'm not sure what the electronics test is. What does that mean? Yeah, apparently there was some like test like you take the SATs, this, uh, except for it's not mandatory. I don't know. I'm trying to relate it, but it's hard. Um, They took this test where you work with electronics and he was the only one of his peers that passed it. So the Navy recruited him um, as a consultant towards the end of World War II and asked him to work. So, so he was him. born in 1927. Mm-hmm. He would have still been a teenager. I mean, he would have been late teens, yeah. early 20s. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's when you go that's, into the military. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, mean my now, dad joined at 18. Yeah. That's not that. <laughs> I love her random noises when she's flustered. <laughs> I just, my brain has misfired like five times. This whole thing is totally accurate and 100% sound. Okay. Just roll with it. And yet I'm the crazy one for thinking there's science between things that don't move. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, no, I don't I don't believe you, not believe you that there is a science. I just think it's stupid. 
<laughs> and there shouldn't be like, an entire oh, class on it. How dare you make fun of my craft? <laughs> eh. JK, I'm not a civil engineer. <laughs> eh. I wish I could be a little more sympathetic towards you, my love. Um, so he's a consultant okay. or a contractor. Yep. For the Navy okay. at the end of World War II. Okay. And as he's working in all these things they want him to work on, people start spilling the tea. See, I told you it was oh. in here. There it is. About aliens and psychic operations, things that they're working on. Aliens and psychic operations. Mm-hmm. You know what's really sad? What? The military psychic operations is the most plausible thing you've said <laughs> Dude, since we started recording. She has a point. MK Ultra. <laughs> that needs to be its own whole thing. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. Uh-huh. I mean, wine. Wine. So, MK Ultra is the same time frame as the Philadelphia uh. Experiment. So, yeah, it's true. So, they're talking about aliens and psychic operations. Al Bielik was recruited to work on the Montauk Project while he was working in California. So he's in California and they're like, wait, 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 When was the Montauk Project? 83. Yeah, how's, wait, when is he working on this? 2027. Yeah. He worked for the Navy. Okay. And then fast forward a couple years. I forgot to mention that part. You mean like 60? Yeah. Well, no, he started working for the Navy when he was towards the end of World War II. Okay, so 40. Yeah, so he's working with them, and then he keeps working with them. Yeah, 40 years. And now he's working with the Montauk Project. Yeah, so he gets recruited to work on the Montauk Project. Self? What? Yeah, that's the part that I had the little head twitch about. So he's, go ahead, continue, finish Mm -hmm. your story. He doesn't realize that he was Ed Cameron at this point. So he gets recruited. Hold on. Fast forward a couple years. He's recorded, uh, recruited to work on the Montauk Project. Okay. Um, but he's currently working in California. So okay. what he does is he worked his normal job in California during the day. And he took a, quote, classified, high-speed, deep-tunneled, underground, magnetic, levitating subway train from L.A. to Montauk at night. And it took two hours to get from California to Montauk. No. Yeah. Why... Why could he have not just taken a plane? Or a wormhole, since those are everywhere. Well, I mean, I guess they fixed the wormhole project when they came back to 1983. It would have taken more than four hours, even today, to go Well, no, but they've got... The military has a bunch of technology Uh, that we don't know about. A jet, Uh, apparently. mm Mm-hmm. So they have this underground tunnel that takes two hours to get from California to Montauk. Sure. Mm Mm-hmm. But that was only until... They fixed the whole teleportation thing. And then he was able to travel from his apartment to Montauk like that. So we're in Star Trek now. No, the U.S. government has teleportation abilities. Yeah, we're in Star Trek now. I need you to calm down with your sci-fi stuff, okay? Uh, Sorry. (laughs) How am I the problem in this? (sighs) So he does this thing. Okay. With the government. Okay. All fine and dandy. Continues on with his life. Okay. 1988 or 89, the Philadelphia Experiment, the movie comes out. How did he not run into himself? Because he's not himself. Well, there are different divisions. Like, you have, um... Well, like, he's not in his body. He, like, the brother is in Ed Cameron's... No. I'm still curious about what happened to the brother. I don't have that Apparently, we don't care about Duncan at all. Yeah, no. Duncan's like that. Hashtag Duncan's lives matter. (laughs) Duncan Hines matters. We need cake. Oh, my God. Rebecca, you're going to have so much fun with this. Oh, my God. This is going to be fun. Okay, so. All right. Movie. Yes. Movie comes out in 88 or in 89. I didn't write it down, and that was stupid. But, um... Because that's the plot hole in this. Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as he's watching this movie, he said, Albulix said that um, when it originally came out, sorry, cheers, he saw advertisements for it, and he was like, man, that looks kind of interesting, but he didn't watch it, and then, like, he was in a certain situation, this is a stupid story that we can cut, but he was went traveling somewhere for work and ended up like in a spot where he could see it and he was like well i've got nothing else to do it looks interesting i'll watch it the moment he started watching the philadelphia experiment he said it all came back to him he remembered his entire previous life as ed cameron well not entire there are patches that are still a little fuzzy but he remembers being ed cameron he remembers the philadelphia experiment he remembers 2137 2740 we've already determined duncan's not important 2749 
He remembers it all. And Duncan. Thank you. You're welcome. He also starts remembering things that he did with the Montauk. Oh, wait, no. What? We're pausing. (laughs) We're pausing. I forgot to mention this when I told you that he started working for the Montauk Project as Al Bielik. This part's cool. Okay. Rebecca's face. Ask your question, and then we'll go back. No, this is my brain misfiring, because this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So he sees the Philadelphia experiment, and he remembers everything. Okay. He says that the reason, or he starts, like, telling people about it, and then he starts going to radio shows, and then he starts going to, like, conspiracy theory conventions, and he's, like, a C-list celebrity in conspiracy theories. But he starts going and telling, like, hey, this is what happened to me. This is what I experienced. This is what the military was doing at the time. And not a lot of people believe it. Like, most conspiracy theorists don't believe this. Don't say. I know. But there are some that do. So, to you guys, like, hey, booze, how's it going? But for those that don't, you're in the majority. But there was some cool stuff about Al Billick while he worked for the Montauk Project that I cannot forget about. Like, we've got to throw this in there. Okay. He's been to Mars numerous times. Okay. Using... Teleportation? Uh, the time travel tunnels, which were basically teleportation. Wormholes. Okay, friends, we'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> we're done. We're cutting yeah. Tiffany off. So he's been to Mars. No more wine for you. He's been to Mars numerous times. He's worked on a bunch of mind control projects. He was the head of a mind control project. The Montauk Brothers. These are all things that chairs. he says. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, but... Why wouldn't you believe him? He's been to you Mars. You one reason. <laughs> but he didn't go find Duncan. <laughs> she's, stuck, she's stuck on Duncan. Like, yeah. all lives matter. All wormhole lives matter. Boom. Well, that can be trouble, sweet baby I don't Duncan. Know. But all lives do matter. So, um, yes. So, sweet baby Duncan. I don't know what happened to him. But this is basically what happened to Albie. Like, and what was the first one they went to? 21 something? 2137. Okay. I need to leave... A legacy for my great-grandchildren and tell them to find Duncan <laughs> in 2137. That's your legacy. That's my legacy. I love it. Find Duncan. Duncan Cameron. Give them a sticker. Tell them this is their le- legacy. Yes. <laughs> Boom. Shakalaka. So that's basically um, why some people still believe in it, because Albielik supports it and says that it actually happened. Okay. Okay. And that's my jam. That's it. That's it. That's done. We're okay. Yeah. This one was convoluted. It made Rebecca make some really funny faces. I'm sorry this is not a video and you guys couldn't see it, but hey. Yeah. That's the Philadelphia Montauk Bulick Cameron Bueller experiment. Yeah. What just happened? I don't know. I feel like I just went through a wormhole. Yeah, most of my wine is gone because I don't know what's going on. Just drink until it makes sense. (laughs) I'm going to need something more than wine to have it make sense. Needless to say, most conspiracy theorists don't believe this actually happened and think Al Bielik was full of BS. But I don't speak ill of the dead, and he is no longer with us. How do we really know he's dead and not just wormhole somewhere? Rebecca coming through. Mm, Good job. Thanks. Well, there's that. Okay. All right. So. Well, Tiffany, true question is, Mm -hmm. what do you think happened? I think that they were experimenting with invisibility, but it was radar invisibility. I would like to believe that they were able to make a ship disappear and teleport and time travel and that there are wormholes. And Albielik goes, if you listen to some of his interviews, he talks about how there are aliens that walk among us and men in black and all this fun stuff. And I would like to believe all of that. I really would, but I can't support, or I can't believe it based on Albielik and Carl Allen alone. So, unfortunately, I'm going to have to say I don't believe the Philadelphia experiment happened, but in my heart of hearts, I would like to believe it did. You're so positive. (laughs) Whereas I'm like, I discounted this like 10 minutes into the episode. If you had asked me like yesterday, I was in such a negative space that I've been like, it's all false. F everybody. But today, like, I would like to believe it's true. Hashtag where's Duncan. So remember, friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Guys, if you stuck with us through this, I really appreciate you. Thank you. And I... I, I will say that we might have, I have to screen Tiffany's subjects. Well, I have my next few subjects already planned out and researched. Never and mind. They're not conspiracy theories. And whoa, whoa, wait. What? 
That's oh, yeah. the real conspiracy theory here. <laughs> Wait, Tiffany, Tiffany has her subjects Tiffany's planned plank? and researched. Yes, What's ma'am. going on? Yeah. No, see, here's the deal. Would you like a little peek behind the curtain, listeners? I jacked up our last recording where I was supposed we to record to something. No, we're not going to talk much about it, but I jacked it up and um, to try and make up for it. I was like, you know what? I can't do that because... We actually have people who are listening besides our parents, which is weird to me. So I need to make sure that things are actually somewhat researched. And I had already started on the Philadelphia Experiment, and it's not one you can really justify. So I just rolled with it. And the next ones are I mean, if they haven't stopped listening to us by now, my family, they might stop after the statics conversation. (laughs) It's not that I don't think statics exist. It's the fact that you had to sit through an entire semester on a class about it's it. Like, that could have just been, like, roped into, like, your Bridges class or something. That it was the Bridges class. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what are you... T- that was the Bridges class. Remember, friends. <laughs> <laughs> How am I the odd one out? Everyone like, really? has something that they find odd, like, classes about things that don't move. Hey, now. I am not sure I can tell you why that one's not odd. But uh, I can try. So let us try... And tell you why it's not. The salt is real. Anyway, if you have any questionable topics you like to discuss or wonder how statics actually works, links can be found not to statics, but to us at theladiesestrange.com or you can email them to us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm so mad at y'all. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Please don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, hallelujah to you. And get stickers. We have stickers now. So if that's what you would like to do, we love you. Thank you. You can now find us on Patreon. Keep it strange, lovelies. And please stay tuned. God, it'll get better. (laughs) Statics is real. I'm not. I don't understand why. Keep it moving. Unlike statics, okay? Keep it moving. I hate both of you. (laughs)